When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for Here We Go, the Steelers show. I am Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is one of my best buddies. He doesn't know it, but when I put in my phone KT Smith's name, I have BFF, best (laughs) friends forever, (laughs) next to it. It's so great to be with this guy every single week. We are 51 weeks away from the 2024 NFL draft, one week post The 2023 draft, one of the most exciting that I think we have ever been around as Steelers fans, Kevin and I were talking about. Kevin, have you gotten any sleep yet? Because I think there are a lot, even a week later, there's a lot of eyes that are half closed. We're tired. It was a grind, no doubt about it. But it was that kind of grind that you love, that kind of grind that when you're in the middle of it all, you you don't really have a chance to step back from it. You just kind of go on to what whatever's next, whatever's in front of you. And like you and I were saying before the show, we didn't really have a chance because we were we were doing so much work to enjoy what was happening. But man, now that we've had a chance to step back, what a draft for the Steelers. And and it's just going to be well. I'm going to love talking about it with you. But I'm so excited to see what becomes of this draft class. Yeah, Kevin, with that, I'm really excited, too, because one, I feel like I know so much more about the enemies, the other teams in the division and everybody else 
because of everything we've been doing with fans for sports network. So I feel like I've known this draft and these players so much better. It's going to help when Mike Tomlin brings his favorites in in four or five years and they come in as, as a free agent. So that's going to be really cool. But this has been so fun for me and we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but look, we want to do things a little different here. And that's something Kevin and I always strive to do. We're going to talk about the picks. We're going to break down the draft, but we're not going to go one through seven. There, there's no reason to do something like that because you've heard that a lot of different ways. Now, it's great because you're going to because everybody's excited about this draft and everybody's voice is a little different when you're talking because you come from a different spot. So that's why I can't wait to pick your brain, Kevin, on this. So we're going to do it superlative style. Most likely to blank, blank, blank. So let's go ahead and do it that way. And I'm going to ask you this. What was your biggest surprise in this draft? My biggest surprise in this draft was that Darnell Washington was available in round three. And that probably goes neck and neck with Joey Porter Jr. being available at the top of round two. I I never thought either one of those guys would be available. I remember some of the conversations we had before the draft when, when it was like, Hey, should we take Broderick Jones or Joey Porter jr? I never in my wildest dreams imagined it would be Broderick Jones and Joey Porter jr. I remember when we were having conversations about, well, what if, what if like one of those really good tackles falls to number 32? Let's, let's say it's Jones. Let's say it's Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Do you take Darnell Wright or do you go for the big tight end, Darnell, Darnell Washington? We were talking about Washington at the top of the second round. And to get him at 93, 93, it just it blew my mind. As, and, and I actually, it kind of was ruined for me. I don't want to say ruined, but I saw Jeff Hartman put it on our Slack channel before it was announced on the on the. Uh, show that I was watching. I think I was watching the NFL network. So I read it first on the phone and I was like, no, no, they didn't. They didn't get Darnell Washington because I just thought one, he would have gone so much sooner. And that two, he's an amazing fit for the Steelers. So I was, I was both surprised and elated. So Mr. Smith, would you like the steak chicken or lobster? I'll take yeah. all three and throw <laughs> me in a side dish of Benton. Hell yeah. You know, Hell yeah. That, that's exactly what this draft was. Like I said, it was a draft for me where it was a very fan friendly draft. And for me, I was excited because all these guys that we wanted to choose from, like you just said, we didn't have to choose. You took them all. And that, that usually happens with the Baltimore Ravens. I, I admire their drafts. I always have. And I think we've talked and how great that organization is as far as front office and drafting the Steelers had a draft akin to that. So it was really cool. So for me, the biggest surprise was actually that they did not trade out of that second round pick that first second round pick. And the reason I thought they were going to do it, especially because they traded up. So they lost that fourth round pick. They weren't going to pick again until the two forties. I don't know if that changed because of any of the picks, but two forty one was going to be the next one after 80. Cause at that point it was 80, not 93. So they did everything right 
by not being desperate. And we talked about not being desperate for months on this show. And once again, Omar Khan, who, if you're hearing any of our other shows, everybody, there's going to be a t-shirt out with uh, me and Omar holding hands in a heart because I have been gushing about how much love this guy. Yeah. And they were asking on Let's Ride yesterday, where are Omar and Bad going on their first date? And Jeff said Arby's. I'm like, no, we're not going to going to Arby's. You know, Omar deserves better than that. That's how much I'm loving what this man is doing right now. So my biggest surprise was not moving out and they didn't have to. And that goes into the fact that they were able to get Joey Porter Jr. as well. Surprise, speaking, Joey speaking Porter drop. Speaking of Omar Khan real quick, since we're on the subject, try to think about how it, it's all unfolding in real time. And the the cool, calm, steady hand you got to have as that unfolds. See, I, what a poker player Omar Khan must be because you're gambling in a way every time you move or don't move that the people who you really want are going to either be there or that you're going to be able to get them with the moves that you make. And I'm sure that they have backup plans. But this is one of those drafts where the Steelers – really seemed like they got the guys that they wanted. Everybody tells you that afterwards. Oh, we got we got our guy. Everybody tells they you that. they have to, yeah. Sure, they have to. But like the Jets are lying. The Jets are lying. Yeah, the Jets are lying. The Jets the Jets absolutely 100% were going to take Broderick Jones. There's no question about that and the Steelers knew that and that's why they made the trade. And, and the Jets Belichick will, knew it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he Belichick did it just to screw him. Uh, he and, and got a third round pick. The, the, he said it. Yeah, and the making the deal with Belichick is <laughs> that that somehow makes it all sweeter. Uh, uh, but but just the fact that just the way he maneuvered to be able to get the guys that they that they really wanted, I thought was masterful and and really showed you that he's got a, an elaborate understanding of how these things work. And and while so many of us on the outside like to fancy ourselves mock drafters and uh, fake GMs, we would probably be so overmatched in that whole game because of our unfamiliarity with how it all unfolds and with what people's intentions are and with who's bluffing and and, and who's not. I mean, it just when, when that, that nickname con artist, ah, oh, phenomenal. Just the way, <laughs> even, even though con artist is probably unfair, it's more of a, it's more of a, you know, a, a good play on words than it is an accurate nickname, but just the notion of what it suggests that he's, that he was able to manipulate the draft so well is so fitting. It's a badge of honor. I, I really think it is. And by the way, Mike Tomlin didn't come up with that. That uh, People have been talking about that for the last year, yeah. <laughs> especially after the chase Claypool pick. So absolutely fantastic. There were not a lot of things for me that were disappointing, but, is there a biggest disappointment from the three days for you? Um, I mean, if in a perfect world, I would have liked to have seen the Steelers address the inside linebacker position. I'm still a little bit nervous with the two free agent acquisitions, uh, Holcomb and Roberts, and and then Mark Robinson, who who looked good but only had 40-some snaps on the entire year. So I, I am nervous about the inside linebacker position. I think we'll probably see Keanu Neal play, play in the box an awful lot, kind of like Terrell Edmonds did, uh, but, may, but even more so. 
So while this is nitpicking, somewhere along the way, if they could have addressed inside linebacker, that would have been great. What about you? Mine is, uh, I want to address yours first, because I agree with you. I would love to see more attention than inside linebacker. I actually think Trenton Simpson might have been the pick at, uh, I guess, uh, instead of Washington. It very well could have been, but they traded that pick to get that extra fourth rounder. Or is that correct? I Now I'm, I'm screwing this whole thing up. But when they moved down from 80 to 93, so I guess that would, would have been their third round pick when they moved down, which was Washington, yes. So I thought Trenton Simpson might have been that third round pick. But the problem that happened is they lost him a couple picks before and Washington was there. This is where you would love to ask the question, who was your guy all along? Did you gamble? Were you going to go ahead and still try to get Simpson if he's there? Or do you go ahead and uh, did you want Washington all along? So we're not going to know that. But maybe we have some insiders that could find that out. Right. If you, I mean, if you gave me my druthers, I would take Washington over Simpson. But I really I do like Simpson a lot for the Steelers because I think he fits that hybrid role that that they're looking for that guy that can play uh, in the box, but also outside of the box. He's not going to be a too deep safety, but he can definitely kick out and play in the alley. He's a nice versatile piece and the Ravens got a good player there for sure, but he's a guy you got to, you have to use, right? If you're not using him, right. If he's miscast, he's not going to flourish, but I'm sure anybody that wanted to pick him understands what he is. I think the Steelers, he would have fit in well with the Steelers, but to say I'm disappointed that they didn't get him because they chose Darnell Washington would be uh, untrue. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, and that's, this is like the phrase, if this is the worst thing that happens, it's going to be an awesome week, you know, because right. like when someone says, Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm like, yeah, you just, with your shopping cart, you went ahead of me by accident <laughs> I mean, or you're coming out of a lane. You know, I mean, this is not a big deal. So that that's, you still got something great. Something that, I kind of was uh, a little bit disappointed on. I wanted the Steelers to go, and so did I think half of our staff did here because where we live, a guy that grew up 10 minutes down the road and went to Shepherd College, which is Jeff Hartman's alma mater, you know, Joey Fisher, a big, nasty offensive lineman, wanted to see him go here. And I would have, I would have went after him with the seventh round pick. He's kind of a project. I mean, you know, Shepherd's a small school. But great program. They sent four undrafted free agents out into the world of the NFL. But Joey Fisher would have been fantastic. But I see what they did at seven with seven B with Spencer Anderson because of the versatility. So I, I kind of understand that. But again, that's just something that is not killing me. It's not going to keep me up at night. It's just like, yeah, I kind of wish they would have done that. But maybe just because of the local ties. But with that being said, Kevin, let's let's go ahead and take a break. We're going to do the most likelies. We're going to do the superlatives right after this. On here we go, the Steelers show. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. There I am on the subway train. And we are back one week past the NFL draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a wonderful ride. It was it was great. It was a thrill ride for the fans as well, watching all of this happen. The big thing now is you, you look great on paper. How can you look on the field? And that's what we're going to ask with our most likes. But first, we got to do this. Make sure you check out Steel Curtain Network, a part of Fans First Sports Network for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Jeff Hartman had a fantastic show inside information this morning about the Steelers that he was able to go out and get. And it's answered a lot of questions, answered a question about Darnell Washington and how they felt about him, especially the medicals, answered a lot of stuff. And so I'm not going to bring that up here. You got to go back and listen to it because it's one of the best shows that I feel that Jeff has done because he really dives deep and gets you answers that nobody else is getting so fantastic stuff there also make sure that you check out our full slate of weekend shows or state of the Steelers there's the homies there's the Steelers week that was it'll be back this week after being off last week because of everything being crazy <laughs> there's also going to be the Steelers Q&A the Sunday night Q&A with uh coach Minnie T and my good friend Kyle Christ, that's that's some great stuff and lots of stuff that you missed this week. If you want to hear different voices about the draft, you really should because everybody has a different perspective. Check them all out. We had so much good stuff this week as we continue to have 
at least three original shows every single day. It's the Steel Curtain Network. So, Kevin, let's do this. We're going to do our superlatives right now. Here's my here's the one that everybody wants to know. Who's most likely to be a day one starter? So it's funny because you look at the list and you think, well, there's a few guys who, who could be a day one starter. But I, I honestly think that that the guy who's got the, the best chance to be a day one starter is uh, is Broderick Jones, because I think he's the one who will be given the quickest opportunity. I think the Steelers took him for him to be the day one starter. And and Joey Porter Jr. could start as well. But in all likelihood, I think with Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace at corner already that you've got a veteran and a guy who's been in the system for a year and, and understands it. And that Steeler defense has some complication to it. That, that playbook is thick. So I think Joey Porter will probably be given a limited role to start with until he masters the entire defense in which, uh, at which time he'll, he'll, his role will enlarge. Whereas a lot of what the Steelers do on offense is going to be similar to things that Broderick Jones did in college. So I think that Broderick Jones is going to be able to come in and compete right away with less, uh, less constraints, mental constraints, less playbook learning, uh, and then he'll be able to play football faster. And I think the Steelers are going to want him to start. I think the Steelers really want this to be Broderick Jones's job and, and a competition at, at right tackle between Moore and Okorafor. What about you? So let, let me ask you this. I, I'm, I'm going to go with your answer because it's really good. But I need to ask you this part of the equation here. Who do the Steelers need to be a day one starter? I'm not talking best case scenario because best case scenario is all of these guys. But really, who do they need? Well, the beautiful thing about what they've done this offseason is they don't need any of them to be a day one starter. They could go into day one without any of these rookies being a starter, and they'll be fine. If you say, are you comfortable with the starting tackles from last year, more in a core for returning as the starters on day one? I'd say yes, because of the fact that Broderick Jones is a rookie, and I'm more comfortable with a guy – on day one, like Dan Moore, who's got 30 some starts or 20 some starts in under his belt uh, at the tackle, then I am a rookie who hasn't started a single game. Now, if Broderick Jones beats him out, fantastic. That's what I expect to happen. But but if he doesn't, I'm okay with a guy who's been our starter for two years at tackle. And so same thing at corner. I, I, am I okay with Patrick Peterson starting day one? Heck yeah, it's Patrick Peterson. And while he's not Patrick Peterson, of 2016 he's still a darn good football player and Levi Wallace wasn't terrible last year and and again would be it will be ahead of Porter in the playbook and everybody else you know is going to kind of learn as they go so I don't think they need any of them to start on day one so I'm going to ask you a question that is very similar to the first one that we asked about being a day one starter which one of these guys is most pro ready yeah, well, I'm not trying to be redundant, but I definitely think that Jones is the most pro-ready, even though he needs work. But the guy, because of his physical skills, who I think is pro-ready is Washington. I think Washington physically is a guy who, if you put him on the field right now and you just ask him to block people, uh, or if you, you put him at tight end and you ask him to run a basic tight end route tree, his physical skills alone 
will be enough to be able to do that. When I watched the Georgia game against LSU in the ACC championship, or sorry, the SEC championship last year, I couldn't believe how much he dominated that football game. He, he just leapt out as the most dominant player on the field. He was manhandling LSU uh, defenders in, in, as a blocker. And, and with the football in his hands, he just looked like a guy that they weren't excited to tackle at all. And, and he didn't do that all the time. I think one of the reasons why he maybe fell a little bit was because he didn't do that all the time. There wasn't that consistency throughout. But what I, what, when I looked at that game, I thought, that guy's ready to play in the NFL right now. So, again, it's the Georgia guys. Those guys are just <laughs> – Georgia's had 25 players drafted in the last two drafts. That's just an astounding number. So these guys are pro-ready for sure. That's absolutely incredible to me, 25 guys. And I was even talking about the Steelers being the Pittsburgh Bulldogs. And then Philadelphia had a trumpet by continuing to pull these guys in. I mean, I have a feeling that the training staff now will have all Georgia Bulldogs. Is Kirby smart there in the facility? Is the uh, the new PA announcer, is, is he a Bulldog? I mean, who know? are they going to get rid of the Eagle and bring in Ugga? <laughs> I, I don't know what Ugga they're on. I mean, I remember Ugga 4 back in the 90s. I mean, they're probably on Ugga 18. But are they bringing in Ugga? I don't know. But I, I think Pittsburgh had, has done very well with Georgia Bulldogs as as well. So, you know, I kind of like you saying that about Darnell Washington. I really think he is as well. Which one of these guys do you think is most likely to earn Pro Bowl status first? Uh, I, I think, I don't think Washington will get enough reps to be a pro bowl guy. He's going to be part of a three headed monster at tight end. So I'd rule him out. I don't think Benton, uh, same deal. He's going to be part of a rotation on the defensive line. I really like Keanu Benton. We haven't talked about him yet, but, uh, I really like him. I think he's got some shades of Stefan to in him and, uh, he's a guy who, who I think is going to be a, an impact player for the Steelers. But again, part of a rotation and most likely won't be an an all-pro guy. So really you're thinking, is it going to be Jones or Porter? And I think just given the opportunity to to start and flourish in the Steelers system, I think Jones is the guy who you'd have to peg in that that spot. He's got unbelievable potential. When you look at his, his physical gifts and how he moves, the film room I did uh, this week on Darnell Washington had a couple of clips in it of Washington and Jones lined up next to one another and getting out onto the perimeter to block for swing screens and uh, outside zone plays, et cetera. Watching Jones move, it, it almost looked like no, there was no difference between he and Washington, and that's not a slight to Washington. I mean, Jones just he, – he opens his hips so, so quickly. He moves – so easily for a guy who's 312 pounds Uh, and i and the nfl game is just so much more more today about your ability to uh, move within tight and confined spaces and i think that he's a tremendous athlete and that upside i think will make him a pro bowl player is he the most athletic of all of these guys because that was the next on my category um for his, I don't know. It's a toss-up between he and Washington. When you watch Washington move, and you watch Jones move, you're you're kind of awed by both of them. But 
if you go down the list a little bit more, Corey Trice, the the seventh round pick, uh, the corner is super athletic. He's a glider too. He's a guy who's big and long and and moves really easily. And he's got these fluid hips. Uh, you hear people talk about about that with with uh, skill guys and defensive backs all the time. Fluid hips, which really means their ability to to open up and run, right? Can they, how quickly can they get out of a backpedal, open their hips and go, or go from a press position to open their hips and turn and sprint with a receiver. And he's, he's really fluid. They've drafted some good, some, some really good athletes. I mean, Nick Herbig's a good athlete. When you look at him uh, coming off the edge, you know, so they've, they, it's a, it's been, it's an athletic draft for sure. I was definitely going to mention Herbig as well. I'm really excited about each and every one of these guys. Then you get into the one that, you know, you don't have to talk about, you don't want to talk about, but you have to. And it's most likely to not earn a second contract here. It might, this might seem obvious from where the fellow was picked, but who do you have here? Well, Spencer Anderson has got uh, a long road to, to go to make the team simply because of, all the pieces that they added to the offensive line They're, they've now got, I, you know, I'm not going to name off the top of my head, but they now got nine or 10 guys up front who are all going to compete probably for eight roster spots. And there's going to be a couple guys who just get left out. And Anderson's going to have to really knock the socks off of uh, the coaching staff in order to earn one of those positions. He's going to have to either beat out a, a marquee free agent signing uh, most likely Nate Herbig, uh, or if he can play some tackle, he's going to have to to beat out like LaRaven Clark, who again he's another guy who, with a three man tackle rotation right now, if the you know the Steelers don't always carry four tackles on game day, he might he might not be an active roster player. So so Anderson's the the, the easier choice of the other guys. If there was one guy who you you had to look at and say, hey, maybe this guy won't project as a long-term stealer, it might be, uh, it might be Herbig because he might be a guy who just doesn't uh, develop against the run well enough. He's a pretty good pass rusher. He's a high motor guy, but he's got a lot of technique work that he needs to learn. He's a guy who, who I think got by a lot on his athleticism and his enthusiasm and his passion and love for the game. And that's all awesome especially at the college level. But in the NFL, you got to be a technician and you've got to be great uh, in all phases of the game or you get bypassed. So I think he's going to be a good player for the Steelers. I really do. But if we're, <laughs> if we're being kind of morbid about it, then he's a candidate. He, he really is because, of course, Anderson has the uh, biggest hill to climb. But Herbig is my answer for that as well, especially, you know, being drafted in the fourth round. And it's, I want to see this, this guy do well. I'm excited about just the personality of this Herbig. I love the fact that Herbig and Benton are best friends. And if you listen to Jim Wexel's show, the Steel City Insider with Jeremy Ritz and uh, Jim Wexel, they were talking about how Benton, every time Herbig gets into Benton, Benton's car they've got to move the fishing gear because that's all Benton wants to do is have fishing gear so I love that I, I love the fact that he has his brother here too I think he could be a guy that could be a big boom but or he could be a guy just not ready for prime time and his best days were in college I really want to see this guy succeed I think that they should have taken him 
at that spot. There's people that wanted them to take him in the third round as well. So he's another one, one that was on their list that they went ahead and took. I, I still think he's probably, he's probably the one guy that uh, is still a fantastic pick that if, if you got to worry about somebody, it's just the fact that he might have a high, a high climb. As well. So with that, I'm going to ask you about this one. Who's your favorite undrafted free agent here? So well, the guy that I think my favorite in terms of uh, his likelihood of making the team is, is Tanner Morgan, the quarterback Absolutely. that they took out of the University of Minnesota. And you read a little bit about him and he's got all the characteristics of a third string quarterback. And by that, I mean, <laughs> that's, that probably sounds like a shot at him. Like, oh, he's only. No, 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 it's not. It's not. He's no, undrafted. Because he's, he's not right. He's an undrafted free agent. But what do you want in your third string quarterback? You want a guy who's smart because one of the things he's going to do, your third string quarterback, is he's going to run the scout team for your starting defense all week and, and model the other team's quarterback. And he's a guy who's smart. And so he'll be able to understand a lot of different systems and a lot of different concepts and, and how opposing quarterbacks uh, might think and operate. He's also a guy who is really good as a uh, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, big, big RPO quarterback. Uh, he's, he, he's loved by his teammates. That's a huge thing. You want, you want your third string quarterback to be a guy who, if he's got to go in the game, everybody understands that he's not the best quarterback on the roster, but you want him to be a guy that, that the team loves and, and is willing to rally around because if you got to go in with a third string guy, it's, it's a circle, the wagons mentality. And we're going to support this guy. And we're all going to rally around Tanner. If Tanner's got to go, go into the game. And, and he seems like that guy. So I know the Steelers want to develop a young guy behind Kenny Pickett, somebody who maybe they feel can uh, eventually become the number two quarterback. And Morgan seems to have those characteristics. So, so he's the guy that I, I, I think I like the most in terms of his ability to make the squad. I like Jordan Bird, and the reason I like him is because he is a speedster. He was a uh, All-American honorable mention out of San Diego State. He's a return specialist. He can be a running back if he needs to be. He's a wide receiver. He's one of those guys that if you just look at him to be your return man, you might have some electricity out of this guy. Did he uh, get to the house a lot in college? No. He got there one time as far as a, uh, a kick returner, but he's got a great average over 25, and I just feel like he can be a versatile weapon for this team. I love the idea of one Jordan Bird. San Diego State produces some running backs, too. That's a that's a, yep. a college who uh, they, they know how to run the football there. So they've got a if you go back to Marshall Falk and Darnell Pumphrey more recently, and they've got some guys that uh, and there's a there a system there that really knows how to crank out running backs. So yeah, he would probably have to beat out Anthony McFarland because they're similar in their style, and that seems to be the competition for him in camp. If he could beat McFarland out, maybe he could make maybe he could make the roster. Shiny and new is easy to do, though. 
So let's, uh, you know, I was going to ask you most likely to be a fan favorite, but oh, there are so many. It, it, it's really hard. There are, for me, there are six possible fan favorites on this team because of the personalities that are coming in, because of what they can do. So I'm not going to really ask that. If you have one that you feel is most likely, throw it out. I think stylistically, Herbig could be a guy that Steelers fans fall in love with. He's he's a little bit of a wild man. Uh, he's got that that kind of, I don't want to say loose cannon, but he's got that, that reckless uh, tendencies about him that you sometimes look for in an edge rusher. A little bit of a, a Kevin Green wild man mentality plays with great passion for the game. I can definitely see him a guy as a guy who comes into the game and energizes the crowd. Uh, and the Herbig brothers are are known to be tough as nails. So if there's one thing that Steelers fans respect, it's toughness. So I can see him being a guy that that fans fall in love with. Absolutely, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Well, it's time to get on out of here, but I've got to ask you this question real quick. Right now, does your gut say that the Pittsburgh Steelers are a playoff team in 2023? Yeah, uh, man, I'm torn on that question. My gut says yes, it does, because they've improved significantly and they were not far away last year. Just, you know, think about think about that team last year. They were they were a mess in many respects, just Total transition on the offensive line, rookie quarterback, changing from Trubisky to Pickett, all that stuff. Lots of lots of obstacles to overcome. And there we were on the final weekend. If one or two games had gone differently, they would have they would have made the playoffs. And they're going to be much improved over that this coming year. But the only thing that makes me a little hesitant to say they're a playoff team is just the AFC's loaded. The AFC is so good. The, the AFC is so much better than the NFC right now particularly in their quarterback play, that in order to make the playoffs, the Steelers are going to have to be able to compete against some of the best teams in the league, but also beat out teams who have also improved significantly. So that will be really interesting to see. But I don't think that they're that they're far off in, in any respect. Absolutely awesome. I, I love to hear that. I kind of think they are. So... Let's get on out of here. Before we do that, do we have a dude of the week? Well, Mr. Davis, um, I think that you, for your uh, ability to pick the numbers, which I'm going to let you talk about for a minute there because uh, you did a stellar job at it, uh, that I'm going to nominate you as our dude of the week because, A, that's pretty impressive that, that you're able to, to pick the numbers of, of these rookies, and B, the work you've been doing uh here and and for fans first uh is just incredible i mean i i you know i get to the listeners out there brian is essentially working two uh full-time jobs and uh is 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 just grinding it constantly uh and doing a phenomenal job to help get fans first off the ground and and it's starting to take off it's there's some really good signs uh there and so, Mr. Davis, talk about the talk about the numbers and congratulations on being our dude of the week. Well, thank you. I mean, there were so many opportunities for dude of the week. It probably wasn't fair, but with all of those guys in, I, I thank you for noticing and and sneaking in, um, sneaking me in. I, I appreciate that and all the things you said about fans. First, it's a labor of love. I love it. We have tremendous talent, and 
hopefully we continue to uh, make our mark in this world, not just the NFL world, but all sports. So we're looking at doing that. And what Kevin's doing is phenomenal. Also, check out his show on Fans First Sports Network. It's called The Call Sheet. I have the pleasure of getting to listen to it every week first, and it's really good stuff. So I love, I do this article every year. In fact, Michael Beck and I had a couple of years ago, I had to, uh, we had to do it together because he wanted it. And I'm like, I'm not giving it up. I give articles up all the time, but I wasn't giving this article up because it's one of my favorite things. And it's easy to do now. It's really hard, but it's easy to do when you understand the Steelers. I picked every single one except for two. But I got, uh, I had a coin flip and I got the other number right on the back end. And that was Spencer Anderson. I knew he was going to have one with a four. I thought he would get 64. They gave him 74. I said he could very easily get 74. It's a toss up. Nate Herbig, I was like, this guy's getting 48 or 51. He looks more like a 48 to me, but very easily he could have James Ferrier's number and he got 51. Everybody else I got right on. I got, number 77 on the uh, the post-draft show for week one last week, or for round one last week. I just threw out Broderick Jones as number 77 because it just seemed to fit. I kind of thought that Joey Porter Jr. could go with number five, but that's not what the Steelers do. They don't get creative with those single digits. They like to have those traditional numbers, so that's why he got 24. Keanu Benton was easy because he wore 95 in college. It was open. They gave it to him. We talked about Herbig. We talked about, we did not talk about a Corey Trice. Corey Trice, that was a good cornerback number open. I gave him number 27 and they gave him number 27 as well. And then one I think I'm most proud of, everybody thought that Darnell Washington, and I would have loved to have seen him get number zero. I love the whole zero thing. Hasn't been, hasn't been put out there since 1946 to 48 and what happened was he was he was lobbying coach tomlin hard for number zero but they don't do that i said he looks like an 80 to me if they're not going to give him zero it's going to be an 80 so that's what i did he got it so it's really cool that uh you're calling me out on that i have a lot of that exercise every year yeah that's not that's not easy to do though and, uh, and that's, a, you're right. That is a fun exercise. And I understand why you like keeping that article. So nice job. Great work. And, and let's see these young guys go to work. I can't wait. Absolutely. And we are going to be here every step of the way. I can't wait till we rejoin next week. And we talk about, I, I have a good idea of what we're going to be talking about next week. I'm going to throw it by you, Kevin, but we're not going to spoil it here. Just make sure you be here. You know, it's going to be good. I got to say to everybody, happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, it's May 5th, but I want to give you a word of caution for May 5th. Don't get takeout from a Mexican restaurant on May 5th. It's going to take three hours to get to you. So, you know, maybe do it on May 6th. Also, happy Star Wars Day for May 4th and James Harrison's birthday as well, KT. <laughs> Yeah, lots to celebrate. I got some, I'm going to tee up some margaritas, man. Let's go. There you go. Yeah, do them at home. I mean, cook Mexican at home. I Look, I love going to Mexican restaurants, but Cinco de Mayo is, that's when, that's like going out to a bar on New Year's Eve. 
Yeah, we, we we don't need an excuse to to celebrate. So we'll do it at home, do it out wherever. Absolutely. As long as you're celebrating, life is good. For KT Smith, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been Here We Go, the Steelers show, courtesy of Fans First Sports Network and the Steel Curtain Network. We ask you to keep your feet on the ground. And keep reaching for those hypocycloids. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.